What's up, guys? It's Cass, just reminding you to head over to Justition and use our promo code REALTALK for 10% off your order. T-shirts, long sleeves, sweatpants, hoodies, hats, sticker packs, flags, you name it. The boys over at Justition have you locked down. That's using our code REALTALK for 10% off. And again, thanks for listening to us over here at The Real Talk. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Real Talk, episode number something. Uh, Real Talk, back again. We have Marissa here in the building who is very upset about the new signing of Zadino Chara to the Washington Capitals. Marissa, what's up? Um, I have a lot of feelings. How you doing? How you feeling? They're a little mixed. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay-ish. But I'm very upset with um, how management handled everything. The um, era. The, literally 14 years as our captain. Mm-hmm. A Stanley Cup, multiple Stanley Cup runs, um, multiple conference championships, everything you could imagine. And they let him go. And they're oh. like, oh, we don't want you as our captain. If we were going to resign you, you would be on the ninth floor. Well, you seem very genuinely upset. I'm sure this will come up again. So just yeah. try to contain yourself. Uh, as always, okay. this is unfathomable. We have what we refer to as a streak building, our local professional <laughs> athlete. For those of you who don't know, Jonesy is a professional athlete. Jonesy B in the house, what up? What up, what up? Battling the uh, the hangovers finally subsided from the New Year's Eve, but you know we're here. We're, we're here. Go. We're, we're here. going streaking. We're going streaking, literally. This is like a month straight. Jonesy's actually been on the podcast. You know how hard it is, ladies and gentlemen, to have a celebrity on the show? It's impossible. Uh, We have two special guests today. Uh, One returning guest, local favorite, 716 favorite from all the way out there because we know this episode is going to do good out there. Joe Conzi Jr., editor-in-chief of Trainwreck Sports, filling in for Katzi. And it's also great that you're on because we have, um, I believe not just me, but I think Marissa also has an article running with Trainwreck next week, right? Yeah, sometime. I just have to finish oh, it. Oh, you haven't even finished it. Okay, so I am. But she, started shout, but she stopped shouting into her phone. Then she yeah, I, had, I was okay. yelling into my phone. So Kanzi's here for moral support and the fact that he is turning into basically the only reason why I have work anywhere. Um, and then we have a very special guest for those of you who are local to the Utica, New York area. We have a very special guest from the Utica College Pioneers, Brandon Osmondson. Not a big deal or anything, but this kid had one hell of a freshman campaign, winning U.S. College Hockey Online NCAA Rookie of the Year, first pioneer in their 19-year history. Not a big deal. Uh, UCHC Conference Rookie of the Year after his exciting 42 points in 29 games. Brandon, did you know that led the team in uh, points and assists as well as a rookie fresh or a freshman record for you college? Were you aware of that? Uh, Ray Biggs actually mentioned that to me. He said it over the, I believe he said it on the game cast one night. My parents were watching online and I had no clue actually. And then when my dad texted me after the game or I called him actually. And uh, he said, he was like, Ray Biggs said this on TV. So you have actually a shot to do this. And I was like, <laughs> So, so, so uh, you know, not a big deal or anything, right? Spe- no. <laughs> speaking of Ray bad. Biggs, speaking of Ray Biggs, I actually, I meant to put it on last week's pod, but since you're here and this is Utica College, we'll talk about it. Uh, Ray Biggs posted something a long time ago that I had screenshotted and saved it just because it's hilarious. It's like, if you ever needed proof that what we do here in Utica is special, get this. 
Utica College men's hockey recorded a better average attendance this season than Boston University. Not bad. I actually saw that. Yeah, that's actually that's an astonishing stat, I think, because it just shows the, the great support that's, uh, that we have there in Utica. Yeah, I mean, for sure, especially when you got rookies coming in scoring 42 points. <laughs> I mean, 13 goals, not bad, 29 assists. Uh, hey, how are you? I like to feed the puck. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Not a big deal. No, I mean, dude, what, 42 points in, in, uh, in 29 games? I mean, you were feeling it out there. Some of your highlights are ridiculous. Not to pump your tires or anything. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I had when I first came in, I'm not going to lie. I told my dad, I was like, we got to, I have, my goal is just to play half the games of the season and just <laughs> learn. I, that was my goal. I swear. Nobody, everybody's like, doesn't believe me, but I was like, that's, that's my, that's my goal just to play because normally freshmen aren't able to play. You know, they're only limited to a certain amount of games. So I was sure. like, more games you play, the more experience you get and the quicker you get involved in the things. And luckily actually coaching and was like, you know, gave me an opportunity to play with a guy like Landrigan and Casper Yelkfis. And those are, I believe, two of the top players in D3. And playing with those two guys and kind of learning from them in the beginning part really changed my game. Because making a jump from juniors, especially the level I played, it's a big difference coming into college. You know, everything's more focused, everything's smaller details. So it was, it was pretty, I guess, not easy to pick up, but it was a very easy transition playing with those two guys to kind sure. of mold me into learning what was, you know, the concepts and right. big important parts. Sure. So, I mean, again, not to, you know, Brad's going to, I already know he's going to break out. We're, we're playing tummy sticks over here, but I mean, you had a hell of a career in juniors. I mean, I'm looking at your stats right now. Like you had over 90 points one season. I mean, granted, you know, it's a little different than playing college, but you obviously you've been a, not a superstar, but you've been pretty, pretty good at this thing hockey for a while, I would say. Yeah, no, uh, back in juniors, I'd actually, I was, I played single A hockey growing up my whole life. So I never was a triple A player or anything. Right. I was always just, just played the local area of hockey and a couple of my friends moved away and played triple A, but I just figured, you know, stay at home. It's no better. If you have a spot at home, you get all the ice in the world. Like I was lucky enough to have ice every single day. I still, even today, I can go skate whenever I want in the mornings right. and being able to just skate and then coming through juniors. I actually, my first year of juniors, I, that was a struggle for me. I was scratched. I was not like, just, I was a, I was an idiot on the ice. Honestly, I was one of those kids that was smaller. Right? Cause I'm only, I'm I was, when I first played, I was a buck 40 coming to juniors. Right. So going up against some 20 year olds that are, you know, 185, 200 pounds, and I'm running my mouth. I was getting knocked out sometimes, <laughs> and I cannot. It was not good. And then Is that I how had you and Jackson got to, got to be friends and backing you up all the time. Oh no, I me and Jackson. So here's a story with Jackson. One day we're playing in Carolina. It's a. It was his first year. He came. Or no, it was our last year of juniors, and we were towards the end of the season. We were down in Carolina, and so we were running a special power play breakout out of the drop. So where Jackson would skate up the middle of the ice. And he'd drop it to me and I would just wheel behind him. He hated this drop pass because he just couldn't figure out where to drop it. And he would always drop it to the other team. So we're playing and we're on the road. I think we're down one nothing at the time. We're not playing really well. And he, we're running the breakout. He comes up the ice and dropped it nowhere near to where I was. (laughs) And he stopped and I'm coming full speed and we run, he's going back for the puck. I'm reaching for the puck and we run straight into each other. It was about the hardest kiss I've ever had. 
That's what he'll say to this day. <laughs> Knocks me completely out. Starts, I start bleeding on the ice. He's down holding his head. Kid goes down a breakaway and scores. Oh, Place nice. is going nuts. I, we're both on the ice just like, what just happened? <laughs> it was unbelievable. Dude, whatever, Jax, when you listen to this, he's, dude, he's so mad right now. <laughs> dude, he's so mad right now, bro. <laughs> he, he would, he'll say the same thing. This was, it was literally the hardest kiss I think we've both ever had. Cause we were both at full speed and just, we're both not the tallest guys. We're about the same height. So I mean, yeah. we just ran smack in the middle of each other. <laughs> that, that's when, when he mentioned, not, I feel like he told me before, but then, Cause I had, you were one of the guys I asked him about trying to get on. Cause like, I, I kind of, well, I've told you before and I'll just obviously say, I'm trying to put a little bit of spotlight on you guys. Cause I think it's criminal that somebody locally doesn't talk more about like yeah. what is arguably, if not arguably the best division three program in the country, you're probably better than, I mean, I can't think of a program that's better, but right now, I mean, you guys were on a, what a 20 game heater this year. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah, it's just ridiculous, which you, I mean, I'll get into more of that too, but was is playing with Jax before getting to UC and then you're both coming in as freshmen and you both got to obviously you more, but still got some ice time going forward. Is that like exciting to think about? It's like, you know, we got three more years of this and like, we already have such good chemistry going forward with what you guys had concluding the both of you nine freshmen on this team. Yeah. I think it honestly, it made an easier transition just moving up there. Cause we moved into the same house with each other. So right. coming up, I was kind of nervous. I've never really, I lived, I never lived from home for more than a month back just in junior. So that's the furthest I've ever lived away from home. So obviously like coming into that, that was definitely a new setting and having him there and just like him being there kind of really made an easy transition. And then just coming back from, you know, from all the memories you've made in juniors to where we're at now, it's like, you know, we still have two years left to even through hockey on the ice, off the ice, like, I mean, we've we built some special memories to where that you can look back and even in a hockey game going, you know, we've battled through this at some point in our careers together. Like we can do it again. It's no, it's no right. issue. Right. And like you said, I mean, Jackson's a local celebrity. So, yeah. <laughs> so is, I mean, this is something that's kind of, I wanted to get into, I guess, later, but we'll do it. How do you end up in Utica college? Like, how do you obviously, cause you're from, where is it? Chesapeake, Virginia. Yeah. Chesapeake, Virginia. So how do you end up all the way here? Like, is that something where you're obviously playing juniors and then say somebody was on your team like Jackson or whatever is kind of getting looked at by Utica and then you end up following along or is it just kind of something that happened? Um, actually, being Kavanaugh, um, who's on the team as well, he's a, I'm going to say junior now. I'm a, Yeah, I'm a sophomore, so he's a junior. He's actually, he lives about like 25 minutes from me. So we grew up together and his dad has a good relationship with Coach Heenan. So oh, really? obviously growing up through that, that kind of helped uh, – when I be, I was I think it was my third third year of juniors was finally when I could be able to start getting looked at and having that relationship right. between him and Coach Heenan. Obviously, they're able to communicate, and he let them know my progression and just the way I was trending. And then when I was in the null, I played at the Blaine Showcase, which is like the big showcase for the North American League in the beginning. It's like one of the last the last showcases where they make their big cuts and there you could always it's like every d1 d3 school comes up and watches and sure. i had a good showing up there and they caught me uh they watched me in that and then i ended up getting cut from corpus christi uh it was about two weeks later and hampton Rhodes was actually playing in a showcase in chicago that uh coach Heen was going to 
So I flew straight from Texas right to Chicago to play in front of him just to have him look at me and just obviously from him seeing me in Blaine to then now just another to be able to talk face to face. And after one of the games, just offered me the, you know, offered me and said, Hey, if you want to come play for you to college, you know, you're more than welcome to. And I, I right. think the next day I was, I called him back. I said, yeah, I'm ready. I'm just from looking at right. the atmosphere and everything. It was no brainer. See, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I was going to ask you like, <clears throat> It's hard to explain to people like I've beat it to death on this podcast. And if you don't like it, you can start your own podcast because I'm going to keep talking about it. The environment that you have in Utica is just, I mean, it's, you would be able to explain it more than anybody because you've been on the, it's bananas. It's insane. You, oh, you think it's, it's division, you say division three and then it's just like, all right, so there'll probably be a couple hundred people and you walk in, it's a sellout. It's just under 4,000 people. Place is going bananas. Is that something, Jonesy, you'll be able to relate to this because jo, Jonesy plays professional football in Switzerland. So, and he's a quarterback. Not yeah, not a big deal or anything. Yeah, no big deal at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, is that something? I mean, you say Kavanaugh, you're, you're, you've known him, so you kind of know what to expect with the Utica area, like for UC hockey. But is that a concern? Not really a concern. But when you're when you're first coming in, are you like kind of, you know, this is a different place. The, the atmosphere is nuts. I'm so far away from home. Did that kind of affect you at all? I mean, it obviously didn't. I mean, you put up. You had the best freshman year in the history of Utica College, not to put any pressure on you or anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was, I was definitely nervous at first, just a little bit, just from coming in the atmosphere. I've never played in such a big crowd like that. Sure. So, I mean, coming in, I was more just like, not like it was, it was nervous, but it was a cool feeling though. Like sure. coming like, cause so many people are there to watch you. Right. Like, I mean, come to cheer you on and that ultimately should give you energy to want to play even harder for all the people that are there. Right. And I think after the first couple games, getting used to the crowd and just like, I was amazed by it. I'm still amazed by it. Every, every game, I get, every day, or every game I get chills on during the national anthem when they're saying, you see, like it's, Isn't it I think awesome? that's, Dude, it's electric. that's the cool, that's the most electrifying thing I've ever seen is like that for my first game that actually happened i was shook me for a second because i was like Whoa, wow this is this is pretty cool it's uh it's unbelievable but i actually from watching d1 and d3 i think the atmosphere too like it's some a lot of d1 schools aren't able to experience that and no it's this ex, this fan experience and the fans is just on another level yeah i mean <clears throat> Like I said, we were like I was saying. I don't. I don't think we were recording before this, but most of the fans for the comments are the same as you guys, obviously. And the difference I think that happens with UC is use Jackson, for example, that local aspect of like we got some of these local guys who are on this team, so like the fans are a little more rabid for them. And then you mix in the idiots for the comments, like you know yours truly, who stand outside the odd with a sign that said bring us dollar beer nights. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like that type of passion that we have is there, but yeah, like I'm looking at the picture I posted on Instagram. It says somebody behind you had a sign that says, we heart you be Ozzy. Like that's, oh, <laughs> that was, that was unbelievable. I was, when I first saw that I come out and I do, a, I do my, I do the same routine every single time when I come out for warmups and hey, Henrik Lundqvist. <laughs> <laughs> after my, after my second lap, I went, I finally skated over to that side and I saw a sign. I was like, wow because like, i'm always looking the stands and stuff seeing what's going on and i had to skate back around and it caught my eye again and i was like that is so cool like i've never 
I've never had something you like that. So fan. Yeah. yeah, I know it was unbelievable. And they actually, uh, they came down, I think it was that game actually for the second period or something and they give out fist bumps. And I was able to kind of like say like, Hey, like, how's it going? Like that is unbelievable. That is so cool. I've never like, just that is unbelievable. And then I think it was like two games later, I, I scored and I kind of, I saw the sign right there and it was after I was on like a, I want to say like a, too long of many games without scoring and finally to score. And I saw that over there. I was like, Oh, and then I, I got the pictures on the website after I was like, yes, there's no better. There's Dude, no better. So picture. Sick. He's just too many games. Last score. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong though. Didn't you have two hat tricks at the beginning of the season? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was, uh, that was the, my first game on the road against Manhattanville. Oh yeah. Not a big deal. <laughs> I was, well, I was, I was playing against one of my former buddies too. Uh, from back in juniors oh yeah he, yeah so Sweeter. like normally for a lot of kids from our teams they kind of went up to the same schools in our division so oh really like, yeah so like when we play newman this year i have like four buddies on on the same team that me and jackson and monkovich all played with no kidding. so it's pretty it's pretty cool to play play your former buddies and yeah you because you guys were i thought i remember talking to jackson like hampton road you especially when you guys were there you guys had a hell of a run yeah we went our first season it was kind of all together we kind of we were just it was just not an ideal season we were losing we were limping in the playoffs I mean we had I think three lines of forwards at the time and we're struggling and we had a pretty we started playing well towards the playoffs we kind of just I don't know we got in one of those zones and our coach uh, Rod Taylor at the time he played for the North Rod Assault. Taylor. That's awesome. He, he's actually sound, the sound like a linebackers coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually one of the I think the highest scoring ECHL all time points and actually the most goals ever in the USHL regular season. I think at like sixty something. No kid. Guy was. Damn. He knew how to score goals from every angle. Is unbelievable teaching different angles how to shoot and stuff like that. But. He told us a story about how his Admirals team one year, they were awful coming eighth seed and they swept all the way through, won the championship and kind of said like, that could be like us if we just buy into the system. Sure. And uh, we found a way in playoffs. We won, we swept the first round and then we had a, we went to like a Boston showcase thing. So it's like a round robin. It's like two, three divisions. And you have like two winners of every division to in the league meet, I guess, or whatever. Sure. And our we went we did pretty well in the first two games in the round robin, swept pretty well, and then we played a team out of Boston. I think we scored with a minute and a half to go to go up three two, and then we ended up winning that one. Then we had to move on to the next game. We went two one, scored with like three minutes to go in the third period again. We just clutch clutch goals and just yeah, it got hot at the right time. Yeah, exactly. And then we played a team actually that was from our division, the Charlotte Rush, and. We had we were like one and seven against them. Like I mean, if Vegas opened up betting odds lines, I mean I'm talking we were probably plus three fifty on the line. Like we oh. were we were not the favorite whatsoever. Not good, dude. Yeah, not like good. it was not. <laughs> it's we like a were UFC not, fight. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, they were projecting <laughs> us to get KO'd in the first round, and oh God. somehow we stuck with. And I remember <laughs> this is another funny Jackson story that he's gonna hate me for this probably, but. We were going into the – we were tied with them 1-1. We had just scored in the second period to tie it up 1-1. And Jackson gets the puck, and he turns it over right in the middle, and they go down and score. 
And he comes oh. back to the bench. He's upset. He, you know, it's Jack's call now. We're, we're still in the game, you know, halfway through. Like, we're fine. We'll get it back. We ended up tying it late in the second period going in. We're tied at two. And we're all, you know, we're zoned in. We were there. We were, me and my other buddy, Monkovich, we were there the previous year. We lost in the finals to the same team. Oh. So we were like, you know, like, this is, we're still in it. Like, we're 2 2 going to the third. Like, this is exactly where we need to be. And Jackson is in the middle of the locker room bawling crying because <laughs> he's so, so, he's over, so mad <laughs> he's so overwhelmed emotionally that he's right. crying because he messed up he turned the puck over but we scored we got it back it's no biggie and he's just he's crying and we had to snap it back like grab him by his shoulder pads like yo you gotta relax like <laughs> this, we're in a 2-2 hockey game man and we ended up scoring with like eight minutes to go to make it 3-2 and ended up holding off so that was kind of Dude, that was awesome. the backstory behind that one. But then the second year, we had an unbelievable team that just right. ran just, through everybody. If you think we started the season off 22-0 and 0 or something, or something Jesus. crazy like that, just rolling. And I almost feel wow. like not to, this, this whole episode almost feels like a taking shots at Jack Swartowski, but we're not. <laughs> I feel like the first – because when I first started doing this podcasting thing and it was completely terrible and now it's good-ish um, – I talked to Jackson and I think he told me that story about that game, but I think he missed the part about being emotional in the locker room. I think he left that part out. <laughs> he did that on purpose. Of course. There's no crying in baseball, Jackson. There's no crying, in, but it's, it's interesting to see. This is kind of why I like the idea to talk to you. Cause like you come on here and you're like an absolute beauty, which is fantastic. But it almost seemed like you guys have two different types of playing style. Not obviously, obviously cause you're a forward and he's a defenseman, but you're more of like a mild mannered, like let's move the puck, like let's score, like let's get the job done. Jackson is like, like that hit he threw that I posted on Instagram, oh, just burying that kid in the bench. The, oh. the, the clip, the video clip is horrible, but you could still see it. I mean, he just upended that kid. I have seen him knock some people out on the ice. I'm talking absolute. Some of the biggest hits I've seen is from Jackson where he yeah. is, he can, that's one thing he can do is he, very well as he can lay the body yeah he's because he's you know i mean he's not he's not super tall but he's a big grimy brute you know what i mean like he just <laughs> he just buries guys and he's gonna be pissed that you're talking about him crying on a podcast like what, if, what if some kids from elmira or Swigo hear this it's not gonna be good <laughs> Don, what I are know, you talking about bad. He's going to go out in his next game and just lay people out for the I know, it's, to get back up. dude it's crazy too because i have a, i posted one but i have another clip that he sent me of like you you just making him look good you know what I mean? Like you, you set him up for those one timers when you guys were in Hampton Road. Oh. Like he, uh, the one I posted, like that just hammer from the blue line. He sent me another one of like it's like a, is off the face off, and you kind of like bank it off the boards to him, and he just drops a hammer like OV from the top of the circle, and it's just like Wait, he goes, he, he has, goes, yeah, he's he got has an absolute bomb of a shot too. That's yeah. what he. I seen he has so many one timer goals. I'm surprised he didn't send you more. He's he said he would. Uh, because I got him and then I got a bunch of friends that are UC fans. They're just going to keep sending me stuff to like post. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's because he's got that uh, that Mohawk Valley material strength, you know, <laughs> working with his parents. So he's, uh, he's like, yeah, just dropping bombs, which is, I would like to see him obviously score more points. But the next time I'm at the odd and well, when I can go to the odd and you see he's playing, I want to see him just crush people like he did in that video again. You know, that's what I like to see. It's. <laughs> Is that – I don't think it's something that you would be really concerned because they can still kind of – like coming into this season because you're in – obviously you're back home in Virginia and you can skate and you can play, right? Like you're 
the other guys not getting the opportunity to play as much as you, is that a concern or are you just kind of worried about yourself with that? Um, I think it's, I'm just more worried about myself, just making sure that I don't overdo anything in that when I come back and it's go time that I'm able to be ready to go and not behind the eight ball. I mean, we I, guys can get back in shape just like that, even being off for so long. So, I mean, it's not – and then you have the off-ice training too that can get you get you pretty sure. yeah, back in as, condition as well. Jonesy's doing his off-field training, and he's getting absolutely crushed by Kevin Conley at Upset Empire Fitness. Shout-out, Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beating me up daily. Dude, he, it's all worth it. You were on the ground the other day, like, dying. No, 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 no. For the record, you can go back. I've never been on the ground. Kevin's always on the ground. I'm the one who's sitting up with my head head in my hands waiting to pass out. Oh, jeez. But I ain't on the ground, so that's different. Are you <laughs> Are you is there any part of you uh that is kind of a concern? I, I know what Jackson Jackson is just very confident all the time, so to get a straight answer from him is almost impossible. But a big factor that you guys have is obviously we talked about it a little bit, but like how great the environment is in Utica for like home games and stuff. Like doesn't matter how good or bad you guys are one year. It's kind of like you're the favorite just because the arena is going to be ballistic. The chances of you guys playing without a, 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 even a couple fans is obviously what's going to happen. Is that a concern for you at all? Like I know you seem like you're kind of like an ebb and flow guy, like kind of go with the flow of the game, but is not having a crowd to kind of be all over the other team. Is that a concern going forward for you guys? Um, I think it's going to be like a obviously different. Yeah. I, I mean, without fans, but I mean, you just have to learn how to make your own energy. And I think if we can grasp that concept and use that, you know, like, I mean, obviously with the fans there, it's much easier and you can get your momentum going much quicker. Sure. But I mean, if we're able to create our own energy, and I think that's the biggest thing. And what I, what I personally believe in, obviously like in winning in general is if you don't have energy and you're not fired up, like, it's going to be much more challenging to get a win. So, I mean, if we're able to create energy and just, you know, if, you see, if you're watching World Juniors, like those guys are oh, banging yeah. on the boards all the time, right? Like that's a big difference too for them not playing in front of fans. So, I mean, they're, if they're banging on the boards at 21-year-olds, you know, drafted first round in the NHL, yeah. I mean, I think that's something that we should probably kind of, I guess, prioritize and just, like I said, making sure we're fired up and we have the high energy. You, uh, you've been watching World Juniors at all? Yeah, I've been. See that Stutzel move? Holy oh, Jesus, man! Geez. A kid was. I thought that was gonna be. I thought that was gonna be offside at first because he was skating backwards into the zone. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna stand at first, but I mean, he's he's pretty legit. Jonesy, did you see this play? Yeah, I just still can't get over the dude's tape job. Well, I was gonna say like yeah. it, it almost like when he comes I over can't. the blue line, it's almost like he's like showing off the tape job because he knows he's getting so much shit online for it. I, I just that's I brutal. Can't get over it it, just, it makes brutal. no sense to me. Who greenlit that? That's horrible. I mean, I literally I could tape a stick better than that. But then again, I mean, he's filthy. You can do whatever he wants. But yeah, dude, I was watching. I was picking up wings at the Killbrew last night, and I was standing there waiting in line. They had the NHL Network on, and Team Canada was playing, and they're just like. Dude, that team is that kid. Those kids are unbelievable. Like, it's insane. They have like 19 NHL draft picks. <laughs> it's, it's Their goalie is unbelievable. Levi. Yeah. He is, he is, I think, by far the best goalie in the tournament. Dude, it's crazy. Like, people are like, I can't believe how good Canada is. And then you look at the players that aren't playing. Like, Kirby oh, Doc's yeah. obviously yeah. hurt. Lafreniere's not playing. My Rangers, shout out. Not a big deal. Um, <laughs> 
I, I'm see. I'm the I'm the jerk Rangers fan on the show. Everyone loves that. I'm a Caps fan, so it's all. Are you really I'm adding Zeno Chara? Yeah, I'm pumped about it. Oh, that works out. <laughs> nice. See, I said I knew this would come up, and it's hilarious because Marissa's obviously a big Bruins fan. So organic, but. I'm a I'm a Rangers fan, but I love the Caps. It sounds ironic because like I love I love Ovi, and I love TJ Oshie. He's like one of my favorite players. Like my uh my the CEO of Real Talk upstairs, she's got an Oshie jersey that she bought herself for Christmas. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. T, like TJ's awesome, but like adding Big Z, like is that? I mean, how do you feel about that? I would like. I to don't want to be that guy casting. and say he's like he's forty three, but like he's forty three. Are you like he's forty three? But, but, I'll but give at the you money you got fact. him from, it's like exactly that's the biggest thing. I, I here's go ahead. The there's a fun fact about him. He was not born with an MCL or an ACL. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They had to put them in for him. He didn't. He was not born with them. Yeah, that's why. He's so, so the guy's tall. the guy so has robotic. no knees. Yeah, he's robotic. Yeah, basically. He, so, yeah. so his knees are only like thirty nine. Right, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see? I'm sure you would have seen it. I don't know if everybody else did, but the the that TJ Oshie and then Tom Wilson. The post is like, can't wait yeah. to never do this again. At least not. <laughs> yeah. <yet. laughs> Take care of my dad, okay? Dude, Good. that's that's I, I, that's hilarious. You're a Cavs fan. Me and Jonesy got into like a real. Like not even it wasn't a caps, but it was like a we really were pumping OV real hard last last episode. <laughs> oh, he's he's I think he's gonna break Gretzky's goal scoring record. Dude, I think even with yeah. last year, I think he's dude. He the way he got hot at the end of this season before he got shut down was unbelievable. I mean, he could score at will. Everybody, this is good because I'm sure you have friends who are Cavs fans or who hate the Caps that'll probably listen to this. Everybody this is coming from a Rangers fan. Anybody that hates on Ovi and says, oh, he does the stand at the top of the circle. It's not his fault that people don't defend him when he's at the top of the circle. Right. It's not his fault. And then on top of that, he drops a missile. I mean, I, the, between him and now adding Big Z and then Tom Wilson and everybody else on that team, I feel bad for the Caps goaltenders in training camp. John Carlson just I, yeah, up. John Carlson just throwing seeds are down every five minutes. Yeah, yeah, like and then you got to have all these missiles every five seconds, and then here's Oshi to walk you out of your skates. Like I fucking love him. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. Dude, well, I just cool. wanted to say too. I want to interject here about Ovi real quick. What I find most impressive about him is the guy drinks a Pepsi on the bench while he's playing <laughs> in an elite hockey game. Like this guy's diet is probably worse than mine, which is like wings and pizza. You don't get a body this crappy, but like Ovechkin just plays at it just at an elite level, drinking Pepsi on the bench. No big deal. Well, I mean, he grew up on the gas, so like Pepsi's probably just it's nothing to him. Water. Well, you got to think. You got to think. I'm sure the only person in here who's probably maybe seen this is is going to be Brandon. But my my girlfriend follows Lauren Oshie, TJ's wife on oh, Instagram. Oh no, me too. Do you really? And All Lenny, their daughter, is like making bets with TJ about donuts. Yep. Yeah, dude, yep. he eats nothing but garbage, bro. Dude, Oshie's the he is the beauty. Like he's if awesome. there's like I I still wear my TJ Oshie like blues T-shirt on the reg just because he's still my favorite player. Yeah. Brands are uh, associate blues fan. His wife's obviously a rocket and his kids are hilarious. Dude, they're like the perfect family. <laughs> they legit. Like it's if you look at like an LL Bean catalog, it's the Oshi thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. LL Bean catalog. <laughs> That's uh, so have you you Cut probably it. always you've probably always been a Cavs fan, obviously, right? Growing up in Virginia, or is that like yeah. you were probably born and raised? Are you, so your parents are obviously big into hockey then too, right? Uh, they kind of were. My dad was a baseball player. Oh, really? And my mom. Yeah, my mom never really 
really never played sports. So my dad was a baseball player and they had season tickets to the Admirals, which is like the ECHL team here. Oh, really? Yeah. So they just would go to the games and eventually I just kind of went to them and just kind of picked up and I just fell in love with it. And then I remember I played baseball for a year and I was not, this was not, I think I had, I literally had three hits the whole season. I was not, I was not the hitter. Yeah, I had, but I was on, I got walked a lot. So, I mean, that was kind of, that was my perk, I guess, about me playing baseball. So that, so that patience that you clearly have on the ice. Great eye. Or I was, or me being so small, the pitcher couldn't really find the strike zone as much. So I think I kind of won that battle. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> well, the hand-eye coordination, you know, it pays off. It's obviously like, I, there's a move, it's a highlight that you made, and it's, oh my God, it's hilarious. I was going to ask you, I, I meant to ask you at the beginning, but it's hilarious, like what you know, people normally call you, because obviously there's a sign where it says, be Ozzy, but I forgot who it is on WKTV, or not WKTV, from the broadcast team. It might have been Ray Biggs, it might not have been. He referred to you as the Wizard of Osmondson. Bro, I laughed so hard. <laughs> I mean, I laughed so hard, dude. He seems like a great guy. I've never had the chance to meet him, but I'd love to talk to him sometime. I call him a young – he's the younger version of Doc Emmerich. He's the best announcer I've ever heard. I I literally told – I saw him walking on campus one time. He was just walking. It was me and Justin Allen, and I was like, Big Z, I just got to let you know, you were like – you sound like Doc Emmerich when you're talking out there. It's That's a huge. Unbelievable. Price, I almost, I almost rewatch the game sometimes just to hear him commentate because it's unbelievable. I'm going to have to try to reach out to him. Maybe he'll talk to me. Um, he, um, yeah, no, he does a great job. And I feel like for a while, everybody in Utica, like, you know, we had Brendan Burke for the comments, obviously, and he left and now he's doing the aisles and he's doing NBC sports. So like everybody was always like Brendan Burke, Brendan Burke's so great. And then Ray does such a great job that like, it's almost like people forget about it. You know what I mean? It's crazy because like you said, he does such a great, and then the guy for the comments now, why am I drawing a blank on his name? It's driving me insane. I can't think of it, but he, he does a great job too. I, this is, this is so embarrassing. Sorry. I hope he never hears this. Um, (laughs) anyway, cut that part. Yeah. I'll cut that out. Cut that out. Um, yeah. So, with you being, when are you planning on, or have they given you a time like when you're supposed to come back, or are you just gonna study uh, online forever until you start playing hockey here again? What are we doing? No, classes start the 25th, I want to say. So I'll probably head up back up to Utica around that weekend and uh, kind of basically be on my toes and waiting for a a date to kind of get started. I have we haven't been told anything about what what's going on. But, um, sure. I mean, we have, like, a tentative start to maybe, if possible, February 19th. But Oh, really? I mean, that's the league or the conference announced that, yeah, saying that there's there's plans to start February 19th. So, I mean, huh. hopefully we get up there and then we can get some ice right away and get, get back going and practicing as a team because we haven't really practiced as a team, I don't think, since, I want to say, early November maybe. Right, right. So, is that something for you, especially because we got into a, a different aspect with Jackson, obviously, cause he's a defensive player, but you're, you're forward. So is that something that worries you like not really having to play for so long together or like not even really hang out or like talk besides over, like, I'm sure you guys text or FaceTime or something occasionally, but like the chemistry between you guys to be able to snap tape to tapers and just kind of see where each other would be on the ice. Is that, is that a worry that you have at all? Or you think you guys will kind of get it back quick? 
No, I think we'll get it back quick just because of the lines that we had set up. We were that like we were even running before we got sent home. Uh, we were out in practice. We were the forwards group was was looking pretty lethal the way we had it kind of set up. I mean, a lot of guys are still playing with the same guys they played with before. Sure. So really, like you know, my line's still intact. So coming back and practicing, it was kind of like you know a couple practices to get going and finding people again. But once it kind of started clicking, we were skating every day and you know actually skating as lines and building chemistry that's when it kind of really started clicking really well so sure sure that's that's one thing i'm definitely excited for this year is if we're able to play is just to kind of see how potent our offense will be because it's it's pretty scary yeah i mean you guys were addicted it's joe roberts by the way i couldn't remember his name <laughs> you were looking him up i had to look him up. i don't know why i couldn't remember because i listened like when i can't me and we have this is this is insane you're gonna laugh but we are so crazy Comets fans that we have HLTV and we watch all the road games too. Or like a home game we can't make it to. So like I hear his voice a hundred times and like I hear it during the game. And I, I, for some reason I just couldn't remember his name and I feel like an idiot. <laughs> there goes there goes my chance to be associated with the Comets at all. <laughs> it's terrible. But um, yeah, I mean, you guys, you say what you want. Obviously you're on a 20 game heater. Like you guys were unbelievable for a while. It was almost like it didn't matter who you were playing. You, were, you guys were just like a juggernaut. You were going to run through everybody. And the offense was insane. Like, it, it's like the chemistry you guys had out there was fantastic. Like, it was almost like everybody knew where everybody was going to be without even looking at each other. It, it was just crazy. It was something you kind of had to see. It was one of those hockey things where you had to watch to see it happen. It's hard to explain. But every single every single game, it's just like, okay, who's UC playing tonight? Like, all right, mark this down for a dub. Like, that's just what it was. It was crazy. I think it was – I think it was the main thing was just we kind of believed in each other. I think the the big turning point in, that's, in starting that was obviously the road games against Adrian. Sure. I mean, those were – Nine-hour drive by Yeah, bus. and <laughs> I, we got yeah, – that was – that was long. I've been part of some long bus rides, and that one was – that one was a long one. But, I mean, coming there and playing and – down to nothing in the first period in the first game and then battling back to tie it at two and then down four two early in the third and then to come all the way back and end up winning seven six in overtime the next day being down three nothing coming back and winning four three i mean i thought that's kind of what really started and then we play oswego the following weekend we're up three nothing they come back and tie it and then we score with a minute left Ooh. you know that's kind of and then another big one was elmira we were on the road there and we scored with a minute left to take a three, two lead. So I thought like those were kind of those big, important games that were building blocks into making any adversity we face later in the season much easier because we were through those moments where we, we conquered those close games of two, two, you know, scoring with those minutes left to where when we played Wilkes in the finals, it was almost like we expected the best out of each other because we knew that we've, put together such a good win streak and stringing such good games together and playing well together that like we could almost conquer anything. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's so crazy too. Cause like the comments, like, cause I go to every home game and it was, they struggled for a little while. They started out hot. I think it was like 11 to no. Yeah. They were on fire. They were on fire and then potential future guests of the show. Um, I'm not going to name her name, but she jinxed the team. Uh, and said that the reason they were winning was because they had her on the broadcast team now, and then they lost four straight. And then she got called out on Twitter and made a video apologizing, burning incense at the odd. Dude, it was hilarious. But um, this, that's real. That happened. This is a real thing. <laughs> Why would she say that? 
I, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I kept posting everything the comments posted. I I got this picture of like, it is like, it looks like God, but with a hockey stick. And I kept saying the hockey gods are mad because <laughs> hockey gods are real. I'm sure you agree. Oh yeah. But yeah, it, it's crazy. Cause like you guys play in like a really kind of tough conference too. like Elmira is no slouch. Wilkes and Stevenson are no slouch. And then, like you said, you went and played Oswego. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they're in the same conference as you guys, right? No, they're in the SUNYAC. Yeah, so but Oswego's got a great program too. So to play all those, to play Adrian, a nine-hour bus ride where I'm sure freshmen sit in seats together, you're doubled up. It's probably miserable. And then to go play Oswego and then get as hot as you guys did after that was, I mean, that's crazy. It speaks a lot to like the quality of hockey you guys were playing at the time. Yeah, I know that was. Like I said, that was, I think that was some of the best hockey we played. Like I said, especially in Adrian, we really kind of found a lot out about each other because in the first semester we were, we just struggled in those close games, like where we lost to Lebanon at home. We outshot them. I think it was like 60 something to 15, like some bizarre number like that. And 60 something to 15, you guys lost? Yeah, that's, it was crazy. Wow. I've, I've never been a part of that. And the crazy thing was they had like 40 block shots too. Like, we pepper. I mean, we had. If you look at time possession, I think it was almost we doubled theirs, but we just couldn't seem to find ways to win a close game. And looking back and how like just the hockey we played, like coming Adrian, like we were that was the best hockey we played. Just like I said to start off, and then when we were in the finals at home against Wilkes. I think that was those were our two most complete games to where we really felt like we could really do something in the tournament. Right. Right. Was that, um, I mean, dude, that's insane. Um, yeah, I was so mad that they sh- I knew it like it was going to happen. I remember being at, I was at a comments game and it was one of the worst games of the year when we found out like things were starting to shut down. It was the last game they played. It was against a crunch and they just got, I mean, you, their, their biggest rival, you think you'd step up to the plate a little bit, not to call, shots out at the comments or anything but either way i remember thinking it's like you know what the comments could do whatever they do but like the fact that uc is about to get shut down right now i mean just awful timing like i felt so bad for the seniors on the team and not even just the seniors but just like all you guys because like you guys were obviously playing such good hockey like you had a legitimate shot to like really win a championship like you like you really could have and it's just it's crazy the way things worked out like just really sucks and i i was that was the first thing i thought i was like yeah comments whatever but then i was like you see hockey man this is terrible yeah i know that was it was definitely tough at first to kind of when we got i remember sitting in class with my buddy justin allen we were sitting there i was just scrolling on twitter because the sec just canceled their their uh basketball championship and i was like there's no way we're not next like that's like this is this is the start of it and it was it was tough just because we were being going to be able to play a tournament game at home Right, and I don't think that's hap- that hasn't happened in a while, and that would have no. been something pretty spectacular for the city, and just like I, that place would have been rocking, you know, playing a, a national tournament at home. Oh, dude, it would have been it would have been <laughs> ballistic. I got the video that's on the Pioneers Instagram, and then I have two more that people sent me separate, like from different angles of like when you guys the game where you guys clinched the UCHC. The place was ballistic. I mean, dude, it's ballistic. So to think of you guys playing like a bigger one, I mean, God, dude, it would be completely insane. I mean, the place would go nuts. The odd would explode legitimately. I, th- I thought it was going to explode that night. I was, I was yeah, the loudest I've ever, crazy. I was, I remember jumping off the bench and like, it was deafening in there just to kind of like, just when you finally just like, 
just grabbed reality for a quick second and just like kind of seeing what's going on and just hearing the UC chants in the background was right. Like I said, it, it gives me chills every single time the fans yell that just because it's just, Is, I mean, it just felt like we did something for them in a sense, like, like we want it for them for, for their support throughout the whole year and just kind of like, it was pretty special. Right. It, it's cause like you're obviously not from the area, but like Jonesy can attest cause you've me and you have lived here our entire lives, but there's really not a lot here. So like, it seems strange, but like hockey is such a big deal around here. Cause there's really nothing out. I mean, you know I mean? You have the comments, you have an AHL team and then you have UC hockey and all the other teams that have been in and out here. So like, that was another thing I was thinking too, is like, man, it's like, I don't want to put any pressure on you or jinx you or anything, but like say this year worked out and like you guys won a national championship. Like that would have been huge, man. It would have been so cool. It would have been so great for the, like just for the fans alone and the city. And it's just kind of like, what is this going to look like the next couple of years? Cause like, again, as I mentioned earlier, you guys have nine freshmen. So say all of you stick around this is a really high powered team. We're going to have going forward. Like, I got to feel like you're like a little excited to think like, all right, this is what we did. Like not to sell anything short, but like, yeah, let's go. Let's get some new pieces in here and let's cook. No, I, I'm actually really excited for these next like two to three years. I think, yeah. I think we have something real special. I think last year kind of started it off. I think this year we have a lot of vets that returned and are, I think are planning to stick it out for a following year and using their fifth year. Right. So I think we're going to keep a lot of, we're most seniors this year as well. So, I mean, you look at say the following year, we're going to have the same team pretty much exactly, but just every year we're playing, right. We're getting smarter. My class is getting older. We're, we're learning more and more and more. So, I mean, like I said, we're at nine freshmen as it was last year, but now when we're juniors, we're going to have a totally different mindset. We're going to have a much more knowledge about the game and just situational plays and what needs to be made. So I think it's really, and then a couple of freshmen that I already know that are coming in this year or next year, they're really well, or really good as well. So, I mean, it's, we have a pretty excited and exciting freshman class coming in as well. That's yeah. That's I feel like that's, is it a draw for you? Like, was it for you or for anybody that you've talked to? Like, do I'm, I kind of want to go here, but like Utica, this arena and the atmosphere they have, it's pretty crazy. Like, is that something like you kind of were like, eh, I don't know if I can handle all that, but like, oh, it sounds pretty crazy. Um, I don't, I think it was kind of a little bit of both just from like, just the atmosphere part. It's like, wow, like that is something like if you want to pursue hockey and like pursue a professional career, like that's something that's a fan, like in a fan base that you have to kind of, get used to if you're going to play professional hockey because you have you're gonna have to deal with you know two three thousand fans every night or even more so dealing or understanding how to play under that circumstance i think kind of gives us a benefit in the professional hockey just being able to play already in front of a you know high high fan base count sure is that something you'd like to do maybe play like say you could play professionally overseas or something like that or what's his name Burmaster's playing the ECHL now, yeah, which is sick. I mean, that's awesome. If anybody out there knows as a connection to him, I'd love to talk to him. But um, <laughs> we uh, it's crazy too because like you think like oh, there's like four thousand people in the building. It doesn't sound like a lot in the grand scheme of sports, but it's not a big building, so it feels like more like eight or nine thousand people. It's crazy. Is that something like? Can you like? I know people say you can't hear it. But like you can hear them, right? Like you don't actually zone them out. Like you know they're going nuts. Oh, I, I at least for me, I can say maybe like some people might not, but for me, I hear everything. Like I said even after a play, I'm looking in the stands, just seeing people's reactions, and just like I think it's the coolest thing. Right. 
Like kids, even like dude, down. I just walked this kid. What do these people <laughs> think about it? <laughs> or if I get knocked down, I look up and just seeing the people just oh, like I yeah. think it's I think it's cool. But I mean, I definitely like sometimes getting down with the puck. You hear the fans kind of like get loud and just right. kind of oh, and I I think it's so cool just because <sighs> it almost like it builds that intense factor of like right. now I definitely gotta I want to score just to like hear them erupt. I feel like that kind of speaks to just like kind of not obviously your the numbers are one thing but that kind of speaks to your ability as a hockey player for you to not only have such a great year but like to kind of do it in that type of environment where you have these fans that are crazy and they'll I've grown up in Utica my entire life I'm a Utica, I'm a Utican through and through like I know what this community is about and if you are not having a good season they are going to let you know so oh, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're a college kid if you're on the comets if you're one of the junior comments, they're going to tell you and it's going to be bad. So for you to be able to handle that is just, I mean, it's amazing. Cause I've heard some of the terrible things these, these guys said. I've said a lot of them myself. So <laughs> I mean, it's guilty. Just, You're, you are so guilty of that dude. Yeah. Uh, loudest guy in the odd by far. I want to be, I'll never have the, the cred that the guy with the prosthetic leg chugging beer out of it will have, but I'll take being loud. Cause that's fine with me. But Kanzi, you never heard this. You listened to the episode with Jackson, didn't you? I did. I'm just laughing like, wow, that just – I forgot. Like, I forgot. You didn't realize that's a thing. Oh, Obviously, I, 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 I just realized that's a thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, real. I don't, know, like, I don't know who he is or where, he, where I can find him, but I want to talk to him. Like, just imagine opposite sides of arena. You got this loud Italian, and then you got this other dude on the other side just <laughs> yugging beers out of his leg. I mean, yeah. that, if that fan base doesn't get you riled up, I don't know what's going on. Can we get him on the show? I want to. There's another Hey-o. guy. I kind of, cause I got a personal, I, I know people that know him, but like it was, I think they stopped doing it a couple years ago. So you wouldn't have been in town to see, do you ever, you guys ever go to comments games? Yeah. I actually went to quite a few last year. Yeah. So the, they do it sometimes still, but these two guys, the Utica green men, they wore green more suits and they oh, were yeah. next to the, the penalty box, the, the mm-hmm. way team's penalty box and would just harass them. I love to talk to one of those guys. I think I know somebody that knows some. So I, I might be able to talk, but like, that's the kind of thing we're dealing with. Like, could you imagine that kind of fan base, but even more invested because UC has been here longer and they have local kids. Like, that's just, I mean, it's crazy, dude. It's, I can't even explain it. I want to get Jonesy to come to some games because he's not going overseas anytime soon. So we'll see what can happen. Yeah, you have to. March. March. So the February start works out for us. You yeah, have that's a, good timing. You have a, yeah. a date to go back overseas? Uh, season's going to start either April 11th, so like that second weekend, or the final weekend. So it's like a two-week span that they're deciding between plan A and plan B. Oh, so you're leaving me. That's great. It, I told you I'll still stay up late for the pod. Can't wait to download my trooper. Russian channels and download your games, like, and then get a virus on my laptop. You'll get. A, I think there'll, there'll be a YouTube stream. We'll be able to get it like, without having to give you malware and like have you getting ads for Russian brides. I mean, it's yes, not, that's, people, you know, Kanzi, Kanzi, Kanzi. People are gonna be like, "Oh, you have a podcast? That's really cool." Like, yeah, it's huge in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. Why? It's well, good, you know, dude, there's this quarterback. Blow the fuck up, dude. I, the European presence is gonna be electric. I um. I'm gonna be getting the I'm gonna get in the end zone. I'm gonna lift up my jersey and I'm just gonna have real talk right now. Like, oh, please. <laughs> I'm the European husband. We're gonna we're gonna have shirts okay. soon eventually. We're also doing another thing with shirts, which is I don't want to spoil it, but it's gonna be cool. Um so yeah, man. So I, what, no, so go ahead. Brandon, are you are you so I obviously skating is the most important thing to do in the off season. Are you like a gym rat or not really? Um 
growing up, I was not the gym rat whatsoever. I would try to stay far away from it. But most recently, right. I've, tr- I've tried to stay in as much as possible. I kind of learned that the hard way uh, last year as I uh, coming in, I always worked out every day throughout the summer and training and get mm-hmm. going. And once I got to the season, I was just like, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it just from my, I was just always tired. I just always felt like by the, it took me a couple of days to get back up to where I needed to be for the weekend. And then last year I kind of like felt weak towards the end of the season. So I kind of was just like, I should probably stay in it throughout the, throughout the season. And now I kind of had to switch my mindset into, into staying in the gym. But yeah, for the most part, I've, I've recently become one. Do they give you, so obviously you have trainers. Do they give you programs to do during the season or are you kind of just like fly by your seat, do it on your own? I just kind of fly by my seat and just kind of whatever I'm feeling. I try to, you know, do legs obviously once a week and try to just hit every part or if during this season, I'll, I try to switch more to the bike just because it's, you know, it's, I don't not lifting as much. It's not much strenuous and I'm still getting in my cardio and that I need to be able to skate. How many times you skating per week, like practice wise? Um, here I skate every day, Monday through Friday. And then normally I, there's a gym inside the ring. So I normally just work out right after that and kind of carry on with my day try to get out, get it done early in the morning. So I don't, I have the rest of the day to kind of go to the beach or yeah. Go to the beach. Here we go. Virginia kid. (laughs) Yeah. It must be nice. Thanks for the invite, bud. (laughs) (laughs) I'm expecting, I'm expecting an address in the group chat after this, that we can come down and I mean, you got any nice golf courses around there? Uh, there's a couple. There's one actually right toward right on the beach. It's like a nice club. It's almost like the Yanni. I'd Are say you a golfer? Kind of, um, I was not for a while, and I just started uh, this year. I my uh, roommate Connor Landring got got me into it, and kind of we weren't really doing anything. So I was like, I was go buy a set and kind of start learning. And now I've tried to I tried playing as much as I can. You like you got a little bit of the itch. Yeah, I'm, I'm not good though whatsoever. I'm still trying to figure out my drive. It's uh, it'll go, it'll go straight for about one and a half seconds, and then it'll take a ninety degree turn left. Oh, I got and, a big draw on you. Oh yeah, it's not, it's not good. Uh, we'll sharpen it up. I'll be down this weekend, and we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you, we'll get you going. You um, Perfect. White tape or black tape? Black tape always. I so? I've been a black tape guy for the past four years. Toe covered. Yep, big. Getting all pretty with it. Yeah, I have to. I have to cover the toe. If not, it's. Like it. Yeah, I have to switch it. Are you? A, are you a look good, feel good, play good type of guy? Or are you just kind of like I'm just gonna go out there and ball no matter what? Um, I try. I tr- they dabble with both. Okay. I try. I try I'm, not to I'm be- a diva. Like I'm a quarterback <laughs> in every sense of the word. Like I need to make sure everything looks good before I know I can play. So. I guess if. If I'm starting that night, maybe I'll just make sure the hair kind of looks somewhat good. But if I'm not starting and I don't have I'm not having the spotlight on me, I'm kind of I don't care what the hair looks like as long as my, I don't look an idiot with my jersey or my skates or anything. That's then we're set. We're ready to go. Have no you seen this kid's hair in pictures, man? I mean, it's like a it's like a, a like an ex pomade like or Paul Mitchell like model hair. It's, have you seen this? Well, the lettuce has got to be cute. The lettuce is fresh. Oh, uh, I would. I don't know about that. I don't Listen, think you get. As, see, I knew you. You don't give yourself lettuce. enough credit. Yeah, Lieutenant no, it's Lettuce. Great. Sit. Mm, I appreciate it, but sometimes, <laughs> but you don't. When it comes to the lettuce, no such thing. If you got good flow, you just got to let it rock. Okay, that's just it's rule number one. It kind you of depends. You can be humble about scoring points and assists and stuff. I don't give well, a shit about that. I actually just cut it on fire. 
I, I just I know it's, it's a little it's a little short, but yeah, it'll be I wrapped up by the time you get back in for February hockey. Yeah, I normally I normally grow it out in the playoffs. So like when we start going to the back end of the season, I normally let it grow out towards the end. It's kind of just mm-hmm. like my my juju thing I've done for the past couple of years. So that's kind of why I cut it back to short. So starting this year, if we're playing, I can, I have my three month period to where I can get long and it can get get curly. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I do mean, they, so does the team make you use, uh, like, you have a, like, I have a particular, like, pair of cleats that I buy the same pair every year. I thought Are we you the same with, like, your with stick? Yeah, they supply, uh, supply, supply me sticks, which is nice, so I at least can kind do you of. Got, do you have to use, like, CCM, or can you choose? Yeah, they give, it, or they give us power. I mean, I could use whatever stick I want, but. I mean, the sticks they gave give us are pretty good, so I'm not yeah, gonna you'll, complain. You'll take it. Get, yeah, getting those or buying another two hundred fifty dollars stick, I think I'll take. I'll take the free ones. Oh yeah, dude. Brandon, oh, you know what I just going nuts. Brandon, you know what I like. You know, you know what I like about you, Brandon, and I've noticed this this whole time we're talking. You know, you you're. We talked about this in one episode that we're a professional of ourselves, and every time you've been asked a question, you've answered it like perfectly in the sense of like, yeah, they give me sticks and they're perfect. Like you, you don't need like specific stick you don't need a specific take job you don't get you just play hockey and on top of that what i find most remarkable is you were like as soon as the corporate corpus christi thing happened you went right to chicago and like you found a place that that fits you and there's this culture built with utica hockey that i find incredible i mean can you kind of talk to us a little bit about the culture that's just been built i mean it sounds like you're just so excited about the team and and it's just wherever there's a sheet of ice a stick and a puck you're ready to go man yeah, no, I've, I just kind of love the game. I don't, I love playing. That's my biggest thing. And I've, I've had like the competitive edge in me to where like, I don't, I don't like losing, even if it's a game, me, me and my dad will play. I don't know if you guys ever play like part cheesy. Oh yeah. Game. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. A, so yeah. me and my parents, we always play it and I get so mad when I lose in that because I can never beat him and he always beats me by one. And I can never, I can never get it. So that kind of just like the competitive aspect in me. I just, I love playing the game. And that kind of, when you have that mental aspect like that, you hate to lose, right? So you kind of build a culture or you set yourself up around people that want to win and want to win every day, no matter what it is, or get better in hockey, no matter what it is. If it's an off ice day, it's on ice day, you, you surround yourself with those type of people. And I think coming here and kind of building a culture of, we don't accept losing no matter if it even is against Adrian like that, we don't accept it. Like that we need to win that game. And I think setting up a culture like that kind of really demands a lot out of people. But if you strive to be the best and want to win every day, I think it ultimately makes people better on and off the ice. Just like I said, as a hockey player and a person, because it can be in your daily job, right? You want to succeed and do whatever you want to do. You want to win whatever that daily task is. And I think having, like I said, having that culture and, demanding the best out of people and wanting to win i think it really builds a team culture of winning and not accepting losing like i said no matter who it is epic he's like a pro he really here's okay wait 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 wait, wait. here's another one so did you realize like throughout the season did you realize like the year you were having and and this is like a serious question because i know people all like all the time say like they're like oh i don't count my points or it's like oh like i know exactly what's going on like did you realize that you were like leading the team in points like or did you realize you were having like a rookie of the year campaign like did you realize how vital of a part of this team you were or like you just kind of going with the flow is like yo we're winning i'm not even keeping track of what i'm doing as long as i'm participating like um is that something you think about i mean i don't know 
at first I kind of, it was just like a shell shock to me. Like I said, cause my, my goal was just to come in and play half the games or three quarters of the games and just kind of just be somewhat of an asset that the team could use for me to win sure. and me for me to be a part of. And after the first couple games coming in, I just was just like, wow like I don't know what to explain like, this is a crazy start but I don't know like this is I'm just gonna ride it out and honestly my moment where my momentum kept building and I just kept producing and it kind of just once that happened and I expected myself to start doing that every game and not letting it become a fluke and making sure like I am producing points for the team then it just became to the part where whatever I can do to win and have the team win that's what I'm going to be able to do. If it's, you know, maybe it might not be for me to produce a point that night. Maybe it's a huge block shot or something like, you know, I might not play my best that night, but as long as I do something positive for the team that we can extend the win streak and continue. Cause we were on that back half. We were, we were in third place the whole time in the conference where we were chasing. So we had to win every game. Every game was almost like a playoff game as it was. So at that point, you know, you're all about team mentality. What's, what can I do that for the team to win? But I mean, in the first part, it was just more like a shell shock of just like, wow. Like, and it just kind of proved to myself that I can become a, a really good player in the league. I just have to work hard every day and not let it kind of get to you mentally, I guess. Right. See, that's something that I've talked about. Like who's we talk about anybody I talk to hockey, like you see hockey with, or like me and Jackson talks a little bit about it. It's like, you're like, the exact type of player that's going to succeed in Utica because everybody like, especially when the team's good, like it's been the last couple of years. And then the way it was this year, like everybody buys in, like even the guy who's leading the team in points and is like the rookie of the year, like you, like you're out there, you're blocking shots, you're doing the dirty work, you're doing stuff that doesn't necessarily show up in the score sheet and isn't like the prettiest stuff in the world, but it wins the games. And that's all that matters. Like, Jackson says, like, you guys are he, he Keenan and Tiernan, they're all beating over your head, like, talk and practice, talk, 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 mm-hmm. stuff like that. You're out there blocking shots. You guys are talking on the ice together. You're getting, you're doing the dirty stuff, getting pucks out of corners. Like, that's why you guys win. So, for you, a kid who clearly has a bright future in the conference and with this team and all that, everything clearly, and like Conzi's over here pumping your tires, talking about how you're just this legit professional, is um to see you bought in. Like, you guys, like, you bought in. Like, that's like Heenan is push this stuff and it's working and it comes in you guys win 20 games like 20 games in a row like that doesn't just happen that's not a that's not something that just is an accident like six in a row seven in a row that's kind of an accident 20 that's 20 stupid 20 stupid yeah 20, 20 is stupid. just straight up banana lands dude that's yeah. like and alabama anything. crimson tide type stuff you know? yeah that's crazy it's, it's just stupid oh they crushed my irish tonight oh you're an irish oh, guy Joe, yeah. irish i love guy. that Me too, buddy. Oh. That was not a good showing. Suck it, losers. Three <laughs> cheers for old Notre Dame. You mean oh and seven Notre Dame? Because that's yeah. about how I feel right now. Roll Tide. Brutal. Yeah, I, um, I was watching a little bit of it. Not good. Oh, it was not not what it I was expecting. Good. No, I knew Actually, that I expected it to be worse. Did you see the line? It he was like fourteen. I couldn't. It was it. like the the line was like minus forty seven. It was insane. I thought I think Alabama closed like a twenty point favorite in Notre the semifinal. Notre Dame covered game. though. They did backdoor yeah. cover at the end there. Listen, always good. Good teams win. Great teams great. cover. <laughs> Shout out Barstool Big Cat. Shout out Big Cat. It's my guy. Dude, that's I mean that's awesome. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I just like myself personally. I'm so excited for you guys to start playing again because 
Utica is an area where you've, you've been here. So like, like I said, there's really nothing else, unfortunately. So to have a team that's local and like our team, that's like a name that's attached to the city, like win, I'm so excited for it to come back. Cause with everything, it's not just Utica. It's not just the state of New York everywhere. After everything that's happened in 2020, like, it's nice to see a little jolt of like happiness for the area, even if it's just for 60 minutes on a hockey game. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. I'm really hoping you guys come back and I hope we can at least get a couple people in here. Cons is going to work on getting me a press pass through train wreck sports to get in or something. <laughs> we'll find a way. Um, but yeah, man, anybody else got anything for Brandon? I feel like we've kind of covered most of what I wanted to cover. I mean, blondes or brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta try and rattle his cage. He's been way too good. I gotta. Dude, like, he's so I, composed. I, 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 bro, you don't just, I, I dude, you don't just score forty-two that. points. Like that doesn't just happen. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, this kid. That's the story here, Brandon. I'm gonna have to go blondes. I okay. We that's got a tough one though. Here. We're working with it. That's a tough one. Marissa's like, yeah, whatever. I have like five. Five hair colors. I literally have so many colors in my hair. It's not even funny anymore. Oh jeez. No, what's our height? Uh, five, seven and a half. I guess I'm, I'm a smaller guy. Well, that's all right. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I mean, you what can't all be like Neanderthals, like, like, hockey like, like Chara. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not everybody can build, be built like a Viking. It's not my fault. No. What, uh, are you a big football guy then? Yeah, I'm, I'm football, basketball. I love watching all sports. Are Washington you, are you football team? Is that your team? team? Yeah, I'm, they got a big game Sunday. Oh. Dude, I'm, I'm happy Dwayne... to see Dwayne Haskins go, though. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, and then obviously Notre Dame, Notre Dame football. What um, have you ever had like a good feeling about the Redskins or the football team in your life, or have you just you lived in the mediocrity with them? There, like, I had I had a good feeling when Notre Dame played Alabama and they lost forty-two-seven or something way back in twenty twelve. Now I've kind of accepted the the Notre Dame fallout and the New Year's Six Bowls. So I kind of. I kind of expect that in Washington. It's just, they're on the come up. They got the defense. I'm hoping yep. they draft, uh, if they can, they draft that Alabama wide receiver. Uh, the guy who Deontay just had like four Deontay touchdowns. Smith? Yeah. Should be the Heisman winner. <laughs> Is that, nobody, um, as a, as a Washington. Julio. Really? That's crazy. Speed I think. wise, he might be better than. He's, I'm not like a huge so football fast. guy, but what I I know what you're saying right now is insane. <laughs> he wasn't even supposed to be the number one. Waddle was, and he got hurt. Is um that's the craziest part, dude? That screws up the. I just thought of that. It screws up the whole hashtag because I had a buddy from college who played on the Canton hockey team that was from. He was from Maryland, but he was a huge Washington football team fan. And like you can't say hail to the Redskins anymore. It's hail to the football team. That's not fun. It's terrible. No, any team can use that. Yeah, it's like hashtag H T T Yeah, W F T something like that. It's too long. Yeah, I can't keep up with that. That's great. So I know you said you played baseball and weren't good. So are you a are you a Nationals fan? You play, follow baseball at no, all? Oh, I'm not? I'm a Yankees fan. Uh, uh, I love this guy. No, he's number one fan. No, Let's go. no, Let's go. Yeah. Kanzi, you're gonna see Kanzi's gonna be getting reshared. Really he's gonna be at Trainwreck Sports no. Instagram wearing a Utica College Pioneers hockey Brandon Osmondson jersey. It's gonna be <laughs> electric. You think I was gonna show up in Virginia for the golf. Kanzi's gonna be knocking on your front door with his sleeping bag and a pillow and be like, "We're bunking together, buddy." Yeah, Come in on, 16 hours, he's gonna drive <laughs> right we, now. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Yeah, I think he's so. Gonna show up on the, he's gonna show up on the doorstep with pizza logs. And he's like, hey, bud, let's do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, 
dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that was epic. They liked our post too. I'm pretty hyped. Yeah. So that you'll be great. disappointed when uh, me and Jonesy's uh, me and Jonesy's Mets take over supremacy of New York City. You got a long way for that one. Oh, <laughs> this kid. Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's great. I, I guess yeah, I just figured you, you would be like a Nationals fan, but that kind of makes sense. I mean, they haven't been there very long. They weren't there your whole life, so it makes yeah. Sense. They, I, I wish they were still the Expos. To be honest with you, but that's just me. Way better logo. It's such a good logo. That those you right What's huh? your favorite logo, other than the Caps? Um, for hockey wise, yeah, yeah. Ooh, are you like a like? Do you like like the new like when the people get crazy with it? Or are you more like an old school look? Like oh, I'm like a Rangers fan, but I love okay. like new stuff. I, I love. Yeah, I like it. the new jerseys. I think they're sick. Um, wow, that's a tough one. I think maybe Winnipeg's Jets, though, I think their jerseys are pretty sick. I just said they were sick last episode, and I got yeah. a ton of flack for it because I think they're cool. The, the dark blue with the, with the jet. He's it, pandering it, right now. Not he a did plane. before he got on here. It's not a plane. <laughs> it's a jet. He listened to the last episode, and he's like, no, oh, I actually didn't know that. I, I just like the Winnipeg Jets for yeah, some I like reason. Them. I think their jerseys are just – See, see, that's cool because, like, we always talk, like, well, not Jonesy because he refuses to like any team but the Blues, but, like, I love hockey so much. Okay, you like the Islanders too, that's fair. I like hockey so much that I'll root for any team. Like, I'll root for the Flyers. I don't even, As a Rangers fan, I don't even care. I just want to watch it. So, like, I have teams that, like, I favor. Like, obviously because of the comments, like, I favor the Canucks. But, like, I love the Calgary Flames, and I can't explain why. I just do. Like, I love their jerseys. I love Matty Kachuk. I love the Battle of Alberta, which I had a hard time saying last episode. That's a good one this year. <laughs> Dude, they're going to play 10 times. Ten and, times. like, Jonesy brought it up. So, like, you'll, you'll kind of relate to this. Like, who – because you guys have a couple, like, we'll say Oswego's a big rival. Elmira's a big rival. You guys play them, and it's a good game. Like, you're excited. But, like, now, El, like, Calgary and Edmonton, they're going to play each other at one streak four times in a row. As a player, is that something where you kind of feel like, ah, you know, the shine's really not here anymore? It's kind of like just another game. Or not. You know what um, I mean? I think if you play in a stretch like that, four games in a row, I think by, like, the third or fourth one, you're more of just, like, I'm ready to get this over with. Like, and you're – like, you're – some. there's always a tipping point at something. Like, I feel like in those types of streaks when you play the same teams, like, we're by that third or fourth game, you're, like – Something's bound to happen if a fight or something. Right. It's right. gonna be ugly. Like, if it no, hasn't so. already. Yeah. Yeah, you see it in playoffs all the time. Yeah. Right. The third third game three, there's always something towards the end or just some build up that ultimately happens. Yeah. I like that's <clears throat> Even as like obviously I'm a Rangers fan, but that's a game for me that's so hard because like I like I said I love Calgary and I love Maddie Kachuk, but then like I have a McDavid jersey, like I love the Oilers too. So like I sit there and it's like I'm rooting for like both teams, and it's horrible. It's like the worst because I know the game's going to be absolutely bananas, it, it, dude. It's I'm really looking forward to it. that whole realignment is going to be is going to be crazy just because we could potentially have the Habs play the Maple Leafs for the, the Stanley Cup. I mean, that would just be insane. that's wild. I don't understand how that could happen. I am um, well divine Joe, intervention. Divine intervention. The hockey gods are going to come down and they're going to say we're sick of Canada. We want it to explode upon itself and make the Maple Leafs and the Habs play each other in the Stanley Cup. <laughs> that would be a wild series. I don't like. <laughs> it would be dude it would be bananas especially like you gotta think that's gonna be a couple months from now like what if they start letting people in the building too because montreal oh. fans are awful and they throw hot dogs at people like they're <laughs> oh. you imagine I, 
Rangers cap Stanley Cup. Forget playing in the second round every year. We'll play in the Stanley Cup this year. It'll be crazy. Let me, you, let me tell you something about Montreal fans. Everybody gets on Maple Leaf fans for being at Key Bank Center in Buffalo. They take up our seats. They do everything. Montreal they take up their seats. Where are they supposed to sit? Do you want them to stand? Yeah, right. <laughs> outside. No. They're supposed Montreal, to be outside. The fuck out. Here's the thing. Montreal fans, I got, I got kicked out of a Sabres game one time. There was a Montreal fan that said in, in French to me that Jack Eichel was a and used a profanity. And somebody who I was with translated French, and I shoved a hot dog in his face. Because you don't talk about Eichel, who is Jesus in Buffalo, okay? But that's the one thing I don't like is you're speaking to me. I don't know what you're saying. And you're talking all this crap about me, and I don't know. And you're just continuing to go on about this, and they're just so ruthless about it. And then at the end of the, the game, they're just like, ciao. And then they just head out of your building. <laughs> they, they, they said whatever they bon said. And just went. Bon voyage. Bon voyage. And they're, and they're out of there. And, like, Maple Leaf fans, like, at least they have the decency to be like, thank you for being a gracious host as we just wash you all up and down the ice. Montreal's like, huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's – I love – They're French. I don't try to – I shouldn't say. I, like – especially, like, in the tr- like the Crossing Swords group chat – Everybody hates on the Leafs. I don't hate the Leafs at all. Like I, I love, dude. I, I love, love Canadians. One of our biggest fans. Shout out Drew. Shout out Drew. Huge Commons fan. I like watching from Ontario. I love Canadian people. I went to school in um. I went to school at SUNY Can, which you, I don't know if you guys played them this year at all. Yeah, we tied them three three. I think. Yeah, so it's like ten minutes from the border. Half the campus was Canadian. I, dude, I love Canada. I'm a huge fan of Canada. It's great so when everyone rips on leafs fans it's just i i like when someone local to me rips on leafs fans i'm like are you a sabers fan by chance it's like almost a dead giveaway (laughs) it's like almost a dead giveaway i just i don't know i think those matchups you could potentially have could be so interesting because they're going to be like it's not set in stone yet but they're probably going to do like a best like the best top 16 teams are going to be in the playoffs where you could have like the bruins could play the blues in the stanley cup finals again or i don't need that again i do i, I need that, that. Again. i think that's an easy i one. don't need that thank again thank you thanks for coming yeah the, or <laughs> like, the, like or give, me the, give me the blues blackhawks and let me end their life dude <laughs> oh my god i would love they're that. not even gonna go to the playoffs i'll go upstairs yeah, but and i would love my petty cane jersey i don't care <laughs> well, Jones, you'll come in like a wrecking ball and crash through a tim horton so that's cool oh sorry i was talking about your captain my bad Listen, wow. I don't really go fuck he wants, and you are not going to tell me otherwise. <laughs> it's this is so great. I love the demographic of people that come on the show with their teams. <laughs> but like, I, I think it would just be really cool to have. Like, what if like, how dude? How crazy would you go if the Caps play the Pens in the Stanley Cup Finals? You know what I'm saying? Like that would just be, dude. Sid and Ovi. I don't know if I could handle that. If Ovi wins another cup this year, he's gone. He's not coming back to Washington. <laughs> No, he's gonna what's he's gonna stick it out until he wins that goal scoring record. Yeah, what's your take on that, Joe? Because me and Jonesy dove down an OV rabbit hole about. Because I'm, I, I have I'm, quite the theory. Yeah, I'm. We'll we'll go over this. Me and because me and Jonesy have a pretty decent theory. Because I don't want to keep you up for too much longer. But if we're diving down. This is getting wild. But my theory is this is what I think is going to happen. Ovi's 35. His contract's up this year. He's going to sign another short-term deal, maybe like two or three years, and he's going to go to play Dynamo in the KHL, and he's going to retire because that's what I think he wants to do. I think he wants to ride off into the sunset in Russia because he loves it there. That's Mother Russia. That's his homeland. Jonesy's got a wild theory that I, like, I, I myself a, personally enjoy. really enjoy. So here's, here's my thing. Like you Obviously, you've watched him your whole life. You know his, his style, all the stuff he does, right? 
if there's one place that you can envision him playing that's not in Washington, it's Madison Square Garden. Because there's no building that would fit his personality and him breaking that record as a like in the mecca of of all the like arenas, right? Whether you want to say it is or not, it's Madison Square Garden. Everybody knows where it is. Everybody knows what it is. If he's like, hey, I'm going to break this in two years, the Rangers are like, fuck it. Panarin's here. They got the goalie. He's Russian. Slides on in there, and he just wears another blue and red jersey, and he lights it up. Otherwise, he goes to, to Russia. I can only agree because Panarin's there. I don't. I don't know though. I feel like he's just gonna stick it out in Washington because he's been there so long. Right. I, see, I hope I, he does. I. I think. That see, I said I think he's gonna stay in Washington, and I agree with Jonesy's theory that it's the second most realistic. Option. Oh, it's possible. Like, Katsy's like, oh, he could go to the Islanders. Like, okay, let's relax. Let's simmer down. That's not going to happen. You want a Ferrari or a Toyota Camry? I mean, come I, on. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Is It's like the only reason it's realistic is because w- not in comparison to their success, because it's obviously not even close, but in comparison to, like, the, their level of popularity sports-wise, the Rangers are the Yankees of hockey. You know what I mean? Like, they're super popular. People go to games at Yankee stadium or Madison square garden as like a tourist attraction. You know what I mean? Like right. it's not, they, their brand has transcended the actual sport where in New York, you don't think about the Islanders. Like, I mean, they just, I wouldn't even call them second fiddle to the, to the Rangers. They're second fiddle to the Rangers and the devils. Cats is so mad. Cause he's not here right now, but cause <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, cause the devils, the devils have had so much success and then the His Rangers, their, their right brand now. is so big. Right. And it's just like where Madison, like MSG here, when I watch the Rangers game on TV, like the Rangers aren't on the, the, the Sabres are on or the devils are on. I sit down and watch that. And then the Islanders are on. It's like, well, I might as well just take a melatonin and go to bed because they're going to put me to sleep. <laughs> Whoa. Low, well, I low. feel like the Islanders are getting pretty good though. Dude, Barzy's so ridiculous. Barzy's he is ridiculous. He's pretty good. Oh, the kid, he's so fast. He's so silky. And he's what, 22, 23. He's and young. We talked about this last episode too. They just, they play a boring. It, when I say they're boring, they just play a boring game. It's not a bad game. They win hockey games. That's all that the matters. Defensive strategy. Game. Yeah. Dude, it's I'm, just, a, I'm a blues fan. I've lived that for a decade and a half. Yeah. You as, as a Capitals fan, they play a Trotsy game. They yeah. play trot the, the year before Trotsy got there, they were on paper, the worst defensive team in hockey. And it wasn't even close. They were horrific. And he, like you guys at Utica College with Heenan, the program, you guys buy in and it works. That's how – like what Trotsy's done with the odds. Like everybody on their team is – I mean, they don't – besides Barzy, the rest of the team – and, and like, like playoff P, J.J. Pajot is just awesome. But the rest of the team is kind of like – I mean – Man, you guys are kind of interchangeable here, but the program itself works and they've bought in. Like they'd run through the boards head first for that guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get a better goaltender. Well, yeah. they got the great white Buffalo showing up this year uh, or the, the white whale as uh, whatever cats calls them. Cats. Yeah. Um, Sorokin. So we'll see. He's going to be the second best Russian goaltender in New York next to Shesterkin. So mm, get it started. The hot stove. I got one, be the- I have one I have one last question and then we'll probably have to let you go because you're you probably gotta get get eaten or something. Uh speaking of food, <laughs> what's your game so you're you're ritualistic when you get on the ice, right? Do you have like a game day food or like a routine that you're gonna be like, I'm drinking this, I'm eating this, and then it's, it's time to roll? Yeah, it's I'm kinda weird with it actually. So yes, love this shit. Let's go. I have I will wake up, I'll eat three eggs hash browns banana orange okay and then normally i'll have a cup of coffee and then we have pregame skates so i'll go to a pregame skate after they'll have 
some they'll give us some food or whatever and i'll eat that whatever they have normally it's pasta and i'll get a second plate to go home i'll go home right away that puts me back at like 2 10 at the house i'll take a nap from 2 30 to 3 30 and then always have stepbrothers on on netflix while water sleeping you're the best dale yeah and then i will wake up i'll have to eat before i go and then I'll get another cup of coffee. I'll go to the rink and then I'll go through my stick handling routine, everything that I do before stretching it. And then right before we do our dynamic warm up, I'll always have a Snickers. Yes. I have to have a Snickers before every game, right before we, right when they're playing, I won't play sewer. I'll watch, but that's when I'll, I'll eat my Snickers. Normally about, we play at seven. So about 523, 525, I'll eat my Snickers. And then I always have a certain drink. I always have. I do the same thing. Two water bottles, two Gatorades, and I'll drink the same amount between every period before everything have to have it. Is that That something that you just have always, like, did you develop this and like figure out like this is what works or like, is it something you've just always done and you didn't realize it? And then you kind of noticed it one day. Um, It started like in juniors. I just, I had a Snickers before a game and I played really well. So I stuck with that routine and I always found myself having a water and a Gatorade in my stall. And then that just kind of like, I built on that. And then I always have, I don't know, bio steel mm-hmm. that I drink certain portions throughout the game. So I'll have that. And then I'll just always, I trick my mind to where I need my electrolytes in between periods. And then I have to wash it down with water. And then it says I've built it over the past three years and it's, <laughs> It's I even everything you can ask anybody on the team, even like before we're getting on the ice, I'm doing a certain type of strat, like certain anything. I, a certain time I'm always doing the same thing. So I was going to ask like the other, like your teammates notice it's like, Oh, here comes Ozzy with his freaking Snickers bar. Like, yeah, they know, (laughs) they know I have the Snickers and they know that about, I think we go on the ice for warmups at like six twenty something. It's about six Oh five. I always come in the locker room. And I always go through a certain sequence of stretches and foam rolling. And I always like, for some reason, I'm in a mindset of like, it's go time. So I'm like, I have a certain foam where it's like a long piece across with like just foam pieces. And I'm just digging into my legs for like <laughs> solid five minutes just to oh, dude. keep it loose. But yeah, no, I have, I'm a creature of habit when it comes to game day rituals. It's, it's, it's not fun, but then when you're not doing it, right, it's, you're it's like, drive you know, crazy. I, ca- I kind of miss wrong, it. Yeah. I kind of miss like, doing oh, that. Oh, I got to do it. Dude, yeah. me, dude, me and Steve are going to, Jonesy, you're going to love this. Me and Steve are going to have to like have two signs because obviously I'm the king of signs. Dami Dollar Beers over here standing outside the odd. Um, one that just says Ozzy and then the next one says have a Snickers. It's have a Snickers. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it would be epic. So anybody, anybody out there listening as a UC fan, Feel free to do that before I do. I don't even care. Like the other teddy bear toss to, and the Snickers toss. I'm coming to, the, to one of the games dressed as a Snickers bar. And I'm going to stand. I'm gonna I'll, I'll point to you. I'll, I'll give you some love from there. Kazi, next time they have a uh, uh, the teddy bear toss game, you should dress as a Snickers. And everyone's going to be throwing <laughs> bears. And me and Brad are going to be throwing Snickers you're try, bars. And you're going to try to throw me on the ice. I'll, I'll, I'll throw me on off the ice. ice. I'll grab Dude. it off the ice and eat it while we're waiting yes. because – it's a, uh, it's a long wait a getting all the bears off. So I'm going to have it. I'll have it on the bench while we're waiting. Perfect. The next time he gets a hat, he's not getting my hat. I'm bringing Snickers <laughs> and I'm just going to chuck him right at it. And I'm a quarterback, <laughs> so I'm going to hit you with it. It's, and you're going to know it's me. 
I'm gonna hit you square in the back, and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" Here's my here's another snack for tomorrow. As long as it's not in my head, I'm fine. I'll, no, I'll you're good. I, I my accuracy is good enough. You'll be alright, dude. That's <laughs> try to make it in the back of my pants, so then I don't have to. Do you have the jersey tuck it. in the back? Every so my pants are a little too big, so I'll I'll start out without my jersey. I'll go through two shifts, and then my jersey will be tucked back in. I I'm not a fan of it, it, but I can't control keeping it on my jersey. Dude, you so can't all right, there's man. there's my target point then. You know. I'm gonna have to just drop, so it, a drop it in the bucket, drop it in the drop it in the drawer. So I got it. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. I, me and we were talking about it because Jonesy's the only one that's local to me too. So we we're gonna do like have some because I'm getting some like in-house recording equipment and like when COVID's kind of not really a thing anymore and like people are in town, I want to do like in-house guests. And I'm going to have you come over and I'm just going to have like a stack of Snickers bars. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't eat them without it being game day. So what? I try to stay it's with that you. deep, bro. <laughs> really? That's awesome. I haven't, I don't have one unless if it's on a game day. Just a little stitious. All right. So I'll put, a, a, I'll put a rubber, I'll, I'll put like a, a, a bow on it and be like, here, have these before your games. And then like, say Brandon's going to be playing. I'll be like, yo, yeah. I bought those Snickers, bro. <laughs> that, that goal he scored, it's because he ate the Snickers I gave him. That's an assist <laughs> I, for me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> when I came up last year, I had uh, one of the guys from that works at the bar at the rink. He gave me a full box of Snickers on the, for my, for the season. So I didn't have to buy any or worry about it because yeah. I would always, when I played at home, I would always go up before the game dollar snickers and go start running the warm-up so he knew that i i had the snickers so he gave me that nice gift so i was like nice i don't have to Dude, worry that's awesome that's a lot don't worry about it I'm yeah jonesy you got something like that you got something weird like that that you haven't told us well you, yeah, need you to have, have like snickers. a snickers it really i yeah i swear to god i so my that nougaty in, boost of energy <laughs> i don't know what it is maybe it's like the peanuts and the caramel and the nougat i'm just like it just gets me going but when i think it was in poland i was i would go to like the store and I can't read most of the stuff. It's Polish. And I'm like, I'm going to rely on all, all reliable. It's the Snickers. It's, it's the number one bar. Like, cause Reese's peanut butter cups, right? They're fantastic, but you can't eat those before a game. There's too much peanut butter. There's too much going on. I'll be speaking like I'm from Montreal. I'm not like in the huddle, right? I just have peanut butter stuck to the roof of my mouth. So I'm not going to do that. And then I was like, ah, you know, Twix is there. All right. There's not a whole lot to them. I still like them, but I'm not going to get a Milky way. What's the next? And if I'm hungry, you grab the Snickers. So I started doing that in Poland and I don't stop. That's what I do every game day. I'll go to the store the night before. I'll now put it in my bag for away games and I'll eat it in the locker room while we're putting on our pads. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. We're literally, we're we're literally Dale and Brennan. He's the key. <laughs> Snickers is the key. Professional bag overseas to be a superstar D three. Not to put too much pressure on you. Not a big deal. But uh, I mean, that's amazing. God, dude. Um, yeah, man, I'm so hyped for you guys to come back. I'm hyped individually for you to come back. I think it's so cool when somebody from who isn't a local guy comes in and just like, is just a great player and is like a great aspect of this team. I think it's hilarious that you are, uh, our buddies with Jackson, who's such a prima donna and has this <laughs> following here and you just kind of lay low and score all these points. I think it's great. Um, Jonesy, I'm glad we had our Snickers moment. Cons, you got anything else for this? We got more stuff Pretty for sick. you, but we'll, we'll talk after we get done recording. You got anything else, but we're good. No, I'm just, thanks for putting up with me and, uh, putting up with I'm, you, dude, I'm, it's I'm, a pleasure. You're I'm, no, no, I'm going to, I'm going to make it out to a game for sure. Uh, for sure. I'm going to make yeah. it out. I'm going well, to have to. I have a spare. I I you can come stay anytime. Marissa, you got anything for you? Uh, wrap this up. Nah. Nah. All right, nah. cool. Nah. Um, for me, again, Brandon, thank you so much for doing this. Thank uh, you for having me on. We, well, we didn't do our shout-out. Casey's BlackRock, 716. Casey's BlackRock. Casey's BlackRock, 716-436-6959. <laughs> 
my man Vinny G will hook you up. Guys, we've got Coquito. So if you don't know what that is, it's a little eggnog, a little Coquito to your salsa dance. We've also got mm. rum punch just added. Pork carnitas nachos, two to the menu. 716-436-6959. Casey's Black Rock Buffalo. Give Vinny a call. We'll hook Love up. it. He follows us on the gram. I'll make sure I tag him. Um, as always, ladies and gentlemen, this is Real Talk. This is your host, Dami Dollar Beers. Come follow us on Instagram. Share my post. Let's make this happen. We had dollar drafts a couple years ago. We can do it again. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, this is fantastic. Brandon, thank you. Uh, as always, we'll see you next week, kiddos. If you're talking, keep it real. <laughs>